Welcome to The Weekly. I'm Jeremy. I'm Chris. And this week on The Weekly, Shadowrun original art for sale. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the 10 most anticipated games of 2023. Oh, okay. See if anything, uh-huh. anything you were waiting for is on the list. Dungeon 23. Oh, yeah, okay. Is, uh-huh. is up upon us. Uh-huh. <laughs> and a Goodman Games uh, Humble Bundle. Oh, nice. So that'll be our recommendation cool. for something new to try. So let's start with, uh, so this was kind of a, a surprising thing. Usually this goes through dealers and, mm. and galleries and stuff, but the original Shadowrun logo for first and second edition, uh, the actual framed artwork showed up on Noble Knights. Wow. So, so Noble Knights, um, and along with that, uh, a, a lot of other, there's some telephone doodles and things mm. from some of the artists that were working. So there's some really funny stuff like, a, you know, the, a troll and stuff that, <laughs> character sketches that were when they're on the phone. So for a very reasonable amount of money, you could get a little piece of kind of Shadowrun history. But this is not a little piece of money. This is <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say yeah. <laughs> so as of this uh, recording, uh, this was still available at, uh, on the uh, website itself. And if you have a mere a little bit under thirty five thousand dollars, <laughs> you can pick up this. Uh, but it, it's it's already framed. It's an it's already like a, a yep. beautiful piece. And what happened was. Um, the uh, Noble Knights uh, worked a deal out with the original uh, art director. So, oh. yeah, the um, and that was a it was a very funny uh, funny thing to suddenly pop up. But along with this uh, iconic huge piece of art, mm. this this logo that they used on a couple of editions, they also had a lot of other supporting work. Of course, all of that sold out. All oh of yeah, that, yeah, all the, the photo whole stuff. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> so it must have been something you know they don't want to risk auctioning it they hmm. know that it has a value and they want to get that from it so they're just going to wait for the right you know wait for the right investor hmm. so i thought that was yeah very funny and um unfortunately shadow run just like um a few other games that we've seen is currently owned by tops and the rights really? yeah the rights now you shadow know they went from, it went from tops. yeah it went from fasa to whiz kids and then uh, now tops and Catalyst Games. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. I know Catalyst Games. Yeah, Catalyst yeah. Games. Yeah. So they're like, they're, I guess they've got a weird, I think Battletech is, this, it's the same thing. They have this like joint ownership. Okay. So they're licensing it from them. So Catalyst produces stuff. Hmm. But uh, yeah, that's too bad. It's got a weird, the rights of it are in a very funny, funny relationship. But yeah, so take a look. I'll put a, a link to the, uh, if it's still available, <laughs> which it probably will be, but uh, take a look at the, um, uh, the actual page itself. It's pretty amazing that uh, something like this is out there in the wild and you can actually buy it on a, you know, web store. You Sorry, don't I was, to, I was know. thinking, imagining the whole Spice Dow thing and thinking some dumbass would buy the Shadowrun <laughs> logo artwork and then say, I know oh, own this, right? That's right, that's right. right? Well, no, they, you they, don't. Yeah, they did specify the uh, the article that I was reading that, that talked about this is, yeah, this just means you own this, this picture. Piece of artwork. <laughs> yes, yep. you, you don't do own, not own anything. The rights to anything. Yeah. It's like, now I own the game. Shadowrun is now mine. Yeah, I thought it was uh, yeah very very funny. So it was uh, uh, Dana Knudsen was the uh, 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 the FASA the former FASA mm-hmm. art director that had this, uh, and so opportunity of a lifetime. The original art, and usually you do have to deal with art dealers and, mm. and galleries and stuff to uh, get anywhere near this kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, so it's a uh, thirty nine by twenty eight uh, framed piece. And it also it's already engraved with a plaque that lists the artists that worked on it and oh, everything. Wow. So yeah, it's it's a neat uh, it's a really neat kind of artifact from hmm. what like 
1989 or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite a while, uh, quite a ways. But uh, yeah, stuff like that is cool when it comes up. And so it was just one of those oddities that popped up that mm. I thought would be fun. We're buying it, right? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna if the Patreon comes through, <laughs> that's gonna be our goal. We're setting the next the next tier for thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah, we only need one thirty thousand dollar Patreon <laughs> and then two. <laughs> Two, two hundred and uh, twenty-five hundred, and then yeah. we're set. So uh, you've set up those levels, right? <laughs> yeah, those are all set. So anybody that's, uh, and then we'll put it right here. It'll be right <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting, but but it also shows. Um, so Noble Knights is kind of like the Mile High comics mm. of tabletop RPG. They have everything, and so that you can really find. You know, graded copies of all kinds of old RPGs and stuff. So oh, wow. it's really uh, neat. So they deal in a, in a lot of um, new stuff, but then also huge archives of older mm. books. And so now getting into art and even like, you know, smaller periphery kind of like, you know, telephone sketches mm. and stuff is really cool that that's, you know, because that is part of the history of the hobby. So it's fun that they're actually thinking about, you know, including that stuff too. So just the same way you dig for old books, you can dig for old uh, sketches. Mm. Of, you I kind of kinda miss going to old look at books where I'm just kind of like trolling through. Stuff. Yeah. 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 Those, uh, those days are uh, sadly very, uh, very over yeah. in a lot of cases. All right. But it is a new year. Hey. And so we're anticipating some great releases this Ooh, year, okay. right? So it's 2023. To be released. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So anticipated. So um, N-World had their uh, their usual vote for the most anticipated games. And so my inbox is full of emails. Vote for us. Hey, guys, yeah, vote yeah. for us. So if you backed a Kickstarter or you bought something from somebody, they're like, hey, don't forget to vote for us for most anticipated game. So the results are in. Ooh. So we've got the top 10. Mm-hmm. This and- is kind of like by fans, right? Yes, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is all just registered users of the website. So okay. it's yeah, it's just it's just gamers and fans. And okay. so who knows how much you can, you know, yeah, you, you, okay. can, you can bot this vote. <laughs> but uh it's no Bodie McBoat face. That, that, <laughs> that one didn't win. But um uh, so number 10 was the uh Monty Python, yeah, Exalted uh, Funerals Monty, Monty Python's co-curricular medieval reenactment program mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that had a kickstarter so we'll mm-hmm. see that that'll be out this year number nine was the old gods of appalachia okay, the monty yep. cup game that looked interesting but i it's this kind of the cipher system isn't yes it? yes and kind of, man. yeah so there, there were things about it the the idea and the setting and the fact that it was based on a podcast yep, that was based okay. on appalachia or we yeah we talked about it last year but it was interesting but we'll see uh number eight was the imperial maledictum from cubicle seven oh, the uh warhammer forty thousand yes. kind of like investigatory game yes we think, right yeah. right yeah the kind of maybe their their answer to dark heresy mm-hmm. yeah the uh the next one is the the one that's that's made me worry very much the walking dead universe well, by hey, Freely. people obviously want to see it yeah okay. yeah it's seven, yeah number seven number six is uh shadow of the weird wizard which was okay. a little bit odd this is uh schwab rob schwab uh, Shadow, of the, Shadow of the Demon Lord. Shadow of the Demon Lord. This is a family-friendly version of Shadow of the Demon sorry, Lord. Sorry, man. I don't know how you can make a family-friendly version of Shadow of the Demon Lord. Like, I'm, <laughs> sorry, I'm not going to badmouth it. Like, mm. it didn't seem like anything special to me, mm-hmm. and I was turned off by there being a spell that can have make someone shit themselves to death. And I was like, <laughs> right. no, okay, moving on. Right. Anyway, how are you going to family-friendly that up? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So the weird wizard is an eccentric character who lives in Clockwork City and whose magic has transformed the lands. So I have a, a feeling maybe he's a new father or something. Why would there be like a sudden need to like want to make a family-friendly game? Or maybe just seeing or, that, or maybe that just, is yeah, a, yeah, yeah. an untouched you know, yeah. market. I don't know. I, I, I side-eye any family-friendly game that's still about like physical violence. Right? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> and demons? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's like great when you see parents being like, oh yeah, I played D&D with my five-year-old or I played this with my kids. And I'm like, it's great you're doing something together. 
I'm kind of judging you about a game rooted in violence, mm-hmm. right? Right, right, so, right. Anyway. Yeah. Learn how to thrust with that sword, yeah, son. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's true. Number five, Mothership, one, uh, one, uh, 1E, the yeah. Uh, yeah, first official edition of that. So that's coming. That's on the mm-hmm. way from uh, mm-hmm. from Tuesday Night Games. Uh, and uh, four is Household, the first release. This was originally, or I think, released in Italian, but this is the first release of Kaman's kind of RPG department, okay. the, the Italian studio that's handling the development of a lot of Kaman. Mm-hmm stuff and um so yeah that looked really good it, it looked very uh, like a lush kind of gorgeous uh, mm-hmm. production and then, of course because it was it's they work with come on they did miniatures and mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. so that's two little mice uh three is 13th age second edition okay so yeah. Pelgrin press two is dragon bane so oh yeah the, the yeah, swedish english, one yeah, yeah, yeah english edition so that's a fine that's a, a free league release i'm excited and looking forward to so yeah so two is dragon bane and one is King Arthur's Pendragon, so the uh, sixth edition, the wow, K- Chaos, yeah, Chaosium is re- releasing that. So that, yeah, that's not uh, that's not surprising because I think um, I, that keeps coming up. Pendragon kept mm-hmm. c- uh, coming up uh, on and off. So obviously there was yeah interest in it, and so yeah, yeah Pendragon was oh, and so it's it's been. <laughs> That's funny. So it's number one, but in, this is the third year running that it's been on the list. So it's, oh. it's been in development for a while. Oh, right. Okay. So 6E was number four in 2021, number three in 2022. And finally, topping the charts at hopefully the year it's released. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the most anticipated. Yeah. So this is, um, uh, of course, uh, the original Pendragon created by Greg Stafford in the 80s. So this will be the uh, updated version of that. I so, kind of yeah. want to try that because mm-hmm. of the, the some kind of like generational system, right? Like that's the part that stands out to mm-hmm. me. Like mm-hmm. seeing like how kind of like your family or lineage kind of progresses, makes it moves it away from other kind of just hack and slash yeah. medieval oh, yeah, RPGs yeah. for me. So yeah, no, that's true. And and Chaosium, they produce nice books. They've got yeah great art, and it's a good company to support. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, uh, we'll see what shows up and and, and how how any of this pans hmm. out. Hopefully, uh, there'll be some play, <laughs> or, or playable it'll be number stuff. one in twenty twenty four. Right? Yeah, Pendragon still on the list. All right, and the uh, other thing that twenty twenty three has brought us is Dungeon twenty three. Yes, which I'm doing. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah, we have an advantage here because in Japan we have really good schedule books, like the daily schedule yep, books. Yep. So, We're also a day ahead of everybody else. So, uh, like, if you miss a day, I'm like, I still got eighteen hours to finish my thing, and it's still the day. Excellent. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because there's so many books that have a, a week planner and then a, a graph, a page yeah, yeah, of graph yeah, paper graph on paper. the yep. other side. I so got mine in my perfect. bag over there. Yeah. I yeah. Specifically got one with graph paper. Yeah. So what? is dungeon 23 i'm pretty sure dungeon 20 20, dungeon 23 is just kind of a daily challenge thing by i think it's sean mccoy yes i think the guy who did mothership Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and just it started as a little thing where he said i'm gonna do a room a day and at the end of the year i'll have a medical dungeon right right and join me if you want Mm-hmm. And that's basically all it is. Right, right. Yeah, they said he did a tweet about that, yep. and then people were like, I want to do that too. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> With that voice. I want to do that too. <laughs> Everybody, it was like a chorus of that voice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so just basically a uh, a daily writing writing practice to just keep the creative juices flowing and do stuff. And so there was an article um, about it from uh, Gizmodo that I think did a nice job of, of explaining like how to approach it. Of mm. course, on the subreddit and uh, various, I think on Twitter and things, they keep talking about you know, relax, enjoy mm-hmm. this. Yeah. This is this is something to be creative. This is not something to stress you out and something yep. to like, you know, 
ruin your uh, ruin your day <laughs> because you haven't done it yet. And uh, the other interesting advice that I, I saw was it doesn't have to be a dungeon. Nope. You know, you, have, you can think outside of that box. It's called Dungeon 23, but there's so many other settings and so many things that it could actually be. <clears throat> Pardon me. I think people have thought it's also spawned like Station 23 if you want to do sci-fi stuff mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. City 23 if you want to do like right, right. City Crawl. But yeah, it could be basically anything. And it does... There was a bit of negativity I saw recently. Mm. It does kind of seem like, okay, like any kind of daily challenge, there was an explosion of productivity and people maybe trying to cash in on it, maybe not nefariously, but people saying, okay, here's my own little notebooks that I made or or here's links to the like kind of Uh, notebooks that I use, right? Or here's some like logos or stuff you want to use, right? right? And like, on the one hand, that, that's fine. People are excited to make stuff for this thing. And I saw people being kind of negative about like, oh, they're just like cashing in. And like, okay, maybe some people are cashing in, but it doesn't, not everything is this nefarious capitalist. Yeah, right, right. Whatever. Right? Right, and I right. kind of said that. I'm like, given how it started, just the guy saying, I'm doing this. And a bunch of people saying, me too, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like any daily challenge, like if you're someone who's kind of like me, and are going to feel like bummed out after like missing a day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like maybe don't do it, right? right? Right. No one has a gun to your head saying you must do this. This is just you're not going to come up with something fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I think in even the blog post, like Sean's like, okay, look, sometimes if you don't have enough time, just put day whatever, empty room, and move the fuck on. Yeah, right? yeah. It's just something to try and get you into the habit of a schedule mm-hmm. for daily output. Yeah, right, because right, building right. the habit of being creative is the hardest part of being creative. Yeah, right, right. No, that's a good point. Yeah, and um, the point they also made in the Gizmodo article is you could literally skip a hundred days and you'll still have a two hundred and fifty room yeah, dungeon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah that's a good point. Yeah. So yeah, it's not it's not something that yeah it's it's actually necessary, but it is like trying to develop that habit and, and just kind of giving yourself a purpose and giving kind of mm. like a, a deadline to do things is really uh, helpful. And the other thing that they recommended is maybe before going into it, think about a system maybe okay. that you wanted to use. So some of the recommend, uh, recommendations, of course, were uh, Into the Odd, mm-hmm. Trophy Gold, Mothership, Troika, Morkbjorg, uh, Primal Quest. Ooh, and Primal uh, Quest, yeah. yeah, so a, a lot of the uh, that, that kind of consideration. So not not the world's greatest role play game, yeah, but yeah. other systems. Uh, so yeah, think about developing for a specific system and that might help, you know, uh, help you flavor it or help come up with. Uh, I never thought about doing Trophy Gold. Speaking of which. Oh, hey, yes. I copy it. Oof. Oh, it's kind of hard to see. Oh, nice. Trophy Gold, Trophy Loom, and Trophy Dark all showing up, right? Okay, spoilers. I got writing credits in here. Oh, but nice. <laughs> that's why I got it, right? <laughs> but, like, Trophy Gold would be interesting to develop for because you don't really need, like, a traditional dungeon map. Mm-hmm. It You would need kind of just, like, it's Trophy Gold areas are more like flow charts where it's just, like, area, area, oh. area, area, and how they connect mm-hmm, the important mm-hmm. things that are in them. So that would be... That would be pretty cool because I'm doing, like, I have a little dungeon morph generator that's like D88, and I'm just rolling randomly saying, mm. I'm not coming up with, like, my own stuff. I'm just, like, rolling randomly on these charts, putting it together, and that's my entry for the day, mm-hmm. right? But it is kind of a bit of a traditional map. You wouldn't have to. You could just draw a box, say, like, laboratory, and a couple uh, notes of what's in it right, right. if you wanted to. Oh, interesting. And then just connection points to blah, 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 and then at the end of the month, do a level. That was the other thing. Like, if you wanted to, at the end of the month, 
that's a level. Yes. And yeah. then the next month is the next level if you wanted to, or just have a giant sprawling 356 mm-hmm. room mega dungeon. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. 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 So yeah, interesting. And uh, and the other the other suggestions that they were talking about is um you know it can be a space station, it can be a mega prison, a palace, a city, a forest, a theme park, mega prison. That's depressing. <laughs> yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, or a massive tree that reaches the stratosphere. Yeah. So Ooh, nice. I, I like the uh, the Gizmodo had a lot of. Uh, kind of good recommendations yeah. and, and kind of collected a lot of people's advice and what, what people were doing for this project. But yeah, so if you're thinking about, I think actually the OSR, Rob, the um, OSR uh, GM is going to be doing that oh, nice. as kind of the, you know, this will be the dungeon we play with kind of original D&D characters. Next year. Yeah, next year, <laughs> yes, yes. To celebrate. Or even after a month, right? Oh yeah, you could already That'd start. Cool. Yeah, you yeah, could, yeah. yeah, you could definitely start it when you're when it's still in progress. All right, but another another yeah. OSR, another classic. So um, there's a great uh, humble bundle available. So new perils for classic dungeon crawls. Ooh, that sounds um, cool. Yeah, so we've got uh, another week uh, for this. So cursed tombs, ancient gods, and glory. Hmm. So um, dungeon crawl classics. So Goodman Games dungeon crawl classics. Uh, huge bundle. So it's thirty books for uh, eighteen dollars. And of course, That's this is yeah. supporting the Starlight Children's Foundation. So um, chronic uh, hmm. illness for kids. And it's a huge, it's it's basically a lot of their best adventures, some good funnels that mm. they have, the core rule book, the uh, Game Master screen, uh, everything in digital form. And cool. of course, it's Humble Bundle, so it's all DRM yep. free. Yep. And also they included the... Um, uh, the collections of uh, fantasy uh, fiction. Oh, cool. What is it called? The uh, Sorcerer? What is it? The Oh, I'm totally... Some kind of mad wizard thing? Yes, the Magician's Skull. Mm. So yeah, there's, a, a, I think, the, a few issues of the uh, fantasy fiction Magician's Skull collection. So some inspiration for your game settings and just kind of uh, atmosphere. Yeah, so the judges screen, the uh, core rule book, and as well as uh, some of the Gen Con, uh, Gen Con guides oh, and cool. things that, uh, so materials that were done specifically for Gen Con and uh, yeah so a lot of a lot of stuff uh, available and always you know Goodman games that, that's not ever cheap so this right, is a right. good chance yeah this is when bundles like this come out if you're curious about Dungeon Crawl Classics this is a good chance or even if you're not because I mean like I've, I've read Dungeon Crawl Classics I haven't read the, uh, cover to cover but I was like okay it's it's something right? <laughs> like I know people love the best it. critical uh, tables yep, I, in the game I was just kind of like <laughs> in the, in the eh, right, right, it, right nothing Nothing jumped out at me for the system, mm-hmm. but the modules, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Like I've used any, like three, four, five of the different modules adapted for Dungeon World when I was running Dungeon World. And then you got to like file off the, the numbers, right? Because they don't kind of matter anymore. But for kind of like old school hack and slash mm-hmm. dungeon crawly adventures, those things are, are great. Yeah, right? And you yeah. could use them really for any system, mm-hmm. depending on how much work you put into them. Maybe not the world's greatest RPG, but something else. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, so th- as usual with the Humble Bundles, uh, three levels. Uh, so the whole thing for 18, um, about half of it for 10, mm. and uh, three three books for a dollar. Wow. So yeah, so I'll put a link to that and uh, check that out. And that also supports the uh, our our podcast here. So maybe uh, go check with, it out. Yeah, with, <laughs> with, <laughs> affiliate, yeah, yeah. with our affiliate code. So uh, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for supporting us if you decide to do that. And uh, yeah, so it's a good uh, a good opportunity to try another system, and that's what we all should be doing this year. Yes. <laughs> so instead of a, a room a week, it should be a a, a system a month. Oof. We should be trying <laughs> to keep. Imagine away having from... the free time to be able to do that. Oh, I know. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Excellent. Okay, so that's all for this Yay. week. And uh, yeah, so before before this cast, we had a little bit of discussion of the the, the latest hottest news, but we're going to try to keep that out of the uh, the main podcast. So uh, go take a look at our live stream <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on on Twitch or YouTube yeah. if you want to hear that. But otherwise, uh, we'll yeah. Uh, yeah we'll keep doing this. Twenty twenty three will be. D&D free. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, D&D free for 2023. <laughs> nice. So where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter, until it collapses. Uh, or Instagram, which is the same thing. That's Hivemind, H-Y-V-E-M-Y-N-D, where I'm doing Dungeon 23. Not posting every day, because that would be kind of a lot. And I'm also posting up uh, pics of the Stargrave crew that I'm painting. Oh, excellent. Great. How about you? Oh, and I am uh, still doing my single panel gag cartoon. So I did the first live stream for the year uh, just this week. Yay. And uh, that's Abuse Cartoons on both Twitch and YouTube. And uh, so that, that I just draw the cartoon and uh, chat and then eat snacks from the uh, <laughs> Japanese uh, convenience stores just to break up the uh, the monotony. <laughs> break up the sound. <laughs> and uh, if you'd like to support what we're doing here on the weekly, uh, please visit upturntable.com. That's where... All of our videos reside. Uh, new episodes of the uh, Blade Runner actual play. I Ooh, did an unboxing. Nice. All the physical stuff yeah, arrived for Blade Runner. Yeah. So I did the, a big long unboxing and a flip through of the book. So if you're really curious about the system and didn't support it, uh, take a look at that because mm. you can see basically everything that's involved. And really the the nice job that Freely did producing those They make books. nice books. Yes. Very good. And if you want to support us even more, uh, patreon.com slash table and become a weakling. The strongest of all supporters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, let us know what you'd like to see, more or less of certain topics. <laughs> don't say D and D. Don't say D and D unless it's less. Unless it's less, <laughs> unless don't it's say D and D. And yeah, so that'll that'll help us a lot to kind of improve uh, improve what we're doing and, and cover exactly what you want to uh, to see hmm. uh, on yeah on the show. So uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll be doing this again next week. Yeah, later, mortals. Goodbye.